0: We've got to tell you guys right now about our friends over at Mile High Green Cross. These guys offer an experience that you won't forget. Mile High Green Cross is award-winning products. Check out this year's Cannabis Cup-winning products when you head to their website. Mile High Green Cross offers a variety of CBD products, from edibles to concentrates to cartridges, and they pride themselves on their customer service, and it shows. Every single time you pop in, you will receive one-on-one attention with one of their seasoned sales associates. Not to mention they have everyday low prices on in-house products such as $99 pre-pack ounces and V3 hash oil. Bulk deals, five cartridges for $100. Myha Green Cross offers out-the-door pricing, what they advertise, what you pay for. No cash, no problem. They've got hyper. And what's even better is the amount of time you spend in the dispenser. On average, the time you walk Nine in, the time you walk out. Nine minutes. Nine minutes. That's, that's very fast. fast. I know that's super important for me and my hectic life.
1: <laughs> Nine you, minutes. Enough... Yeah. to Barely enough time for Denver to come back from a, a significant deficit right. to pull out a win. That's right.
2: Four quarters, enough time to go up sixteen, go down nine, <laughs> come back. Great point. Denver, Denver Nuggets Niagara basketball
0: Cross also located on 9th and Broadway. They also offer parking in the back. Tell them who sent you. DNVR or Harrison Wind. You can say
1: either
3: one. No
1: and everybody guess where we are the winner's lounge the winner's lounge the winner's lounge. The winner, yeah we need a horn do, 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 do. <laughs> the winner's lounge at dnvr harrison welcome to the winner's lounge
0: for wow. the first yeah, time man. is this your first time in the winner's lounge have we not done a postgame show other than the lakers game last game been here the for? last <laughs> game was the first
1: uh, we've had a couple losers lounge experiences <laughs> but this is the the second now back to back in the winner's lounge guys this game was very frustrating but all of the frustrations wiped away. Mm-hmm. It was almost as if this game did just enough to make it interesting. Because for a while, it felt like it was going to be a blowout. This, this game was fun. This was a this was like a nine out of ten.
3: Yeah, but there's no uh, as we know, uh, there is no sweet without salty. There's no joy without pain.
0: Is that true? There's no sweet without salty.
3: <laughs> Adam, I'm, listen. I've got something to say. We I don't, I don't, don't need, we don't need that to,
0: Lakers uh, game had a lot of sweet, no salty. Do we need to fact check everything that I said? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just don't know. This is the third time <laughs> you're being called out.
3: But you know, like a game like this, where it's the back to back in Phoenix, and like it's the—I mean, what are we in December? Nobody cares. But you know, you get a, like an exhilarating performance like that, where they just come back, they snatch victory out of the jaws of defeat. That's—I mean, that's – Yes, thank you. Please. I'll have another. That's I, awesome. I
1: know. I'm going to be jonesy for This was the perfect way to send us off into the holiday be, I'm in I'm in such a Christmas spirit at the moment. <laughs> You've been in a Christmas spirit <laughs> well, since Thanksgiving. So. I'm a big Christmas guy. <laughs> Christmas is a great, you know, it's a great holiday, especially when you have children. What's your favorite part of Christmas, uh, Harrison?
0: <laughs> uh, the basketball. Yeah, actually, you're right. Actually, I love that's... Christmas because I just usually sit on my couch and do nothing <laughs> but watch basketball and order Chinese food. That's right. You have no familiar obligations. C- Christmas or wind turbines? What, what, is, <laughs> I, what ranks higher? I mean, wind turbines. Right?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what Renewable you energy. You have something for me? Oh, Am yeah. I turn off the Wi-Fi on your phone. On my phone? Yeah. Why? So that we're oh, to, is it like helps trying to make sure our stream is doing all right, so the people can hear us and see us? Okay, I don't know how to turn the Wi-Fi off. Unbelievable. Phone. Okay, <laughs> on, on <laughs> a <laughs> serious <laughs> note, boomer. on a
0: serious, I'm gonna get back to get back to the game I here real quick. On way. a serious note, okay, the last few minutes of this game, a storyline that I've been tracking a little this season. The Nuggets were one of, if not the best, clutch teams in the league last year. That's, That's right. That has not been the case this season. They've not been a great offensive clutch team. Their defense is that right? Yeah. Their defense has been okay. You know, last five minutes, of the game is five minutes oh, with uh, the margin within five points. It has not been at the level it was last year. How they played in the clutch tonight, that looked like last year's team. Mm-hmm. That, that looked like the Jokic-Murray pick-and-roll that they went to. Every time, that rarely failed in the clutch last year.
1: Well, what you had tonight and why I thought tonight was such a perfect sort of, I guess, clutch game was – you know, you had, and we were talking about this, Eric. You had guys playing their roles. Yeah. And Jokic's role was to be dominant on the block, and he went down to the block and he kept demanding the ball. He wanted the ball. Yeah. There was one possession he maybe didn't like, maybe with one minute left, but mm-hmm. every other possession he wanted the ball in the post and he was successful with it. And then Jamal Murray, that that Jokic Murray two man game. I mean, how perfect is it that the biggest shot, or I guess the second biggest shot of the night, comes off of a Jokic drive mm-hmm. kick to Murray for mm-hmm. the for the three? I mean. That's what you want to see, your two best players stepping up.
3: It's poetic justice. We need this. I mean, this is exactly, <laughs> this is what we were expecting to see all year, which is this dominant two-man game, and then you have all of these pieces you bring in, like specifically Grant and all of these more complimentary players. I mean, the, the Nuggets are chock full of real NBA players. It's just so difficult to get them meaningful minutes, and so they have to find their roles. And, like you know, that's the problem with the bench, obviously, is that people haven't really understood what their role is in that position. And so it's still a sieve as far as points are concerned, but um, the starting unit seems to be hitting its stride and they know exactly who they are, who they need to be. Um, the starting unit looks incredible. They do. They look, I mean, incredible. They, they've looked incredible all year, but yeah. tonight it, it was, we talked about
1: this, this, they had a 19 point lead. They had built in that first quarter and they blew it. The second unit <laughs> blew it in it.
0: Second, third quarter, first half of the f- first first portion of the fourth, it didn't look great. You want to know the stat of the night? Okay. Because they go along with this discussion. Nicole Jokic was a plus 25 <laughs> in a two point win. Jesus. I mean, the other starters were were great well, plus minus wise. Millsop was a plus 21. Murray only a plus six, uh, but Barton plus 14. Gary Harris, 13. How's that bench look? Uh, well, you can probably guess how it looks. <laughs> yeah, a lot can't of Everybody can't be a positive some, some that much in a three point game. A plus 25 in a two point win.
1: Absolutely, absolutely insane. Give me a word. I mean, th- for this game, because right now they're on a seven-game win streak. They won in an exhilarating fashion. You know, we forget this was a
0: back-to-back right. with travel in between. And oh, I, think, I, didn't, I didn't forget that. Watching the third quarter. What I mean.
1: <laughs> but what I mean is, you know, we watched a nineteen-point lead and then watched it blow it. It's just this frustration because this was a game six games ago. We looked at the schedule and you go, okay, eight and two's on the table. Seven and three is likely Fe- at Phoenix. That's probably one of the toughest ones. So we kind of counted this one as a loss, but then you get a 19-point lead, and you think, okay, now it's a win. Then you blow it. I was, I was counting my chanchar minutes before they hatch. I you did. Okay, you <laughs> never count your chanchars before they hatch. Uh, Brendan, just give me a word like to, to describe this game, but also this game in light of a seven-game winning streak now.
2: Oh, Classic. Oh, it's a classic. Classic 2019-2020 Denver Nuggets. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. uh, <laughs> yeah. Very accurate, yes. Right? Big lead, third quarter collapse. Are they going to do it? Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. They'll probably pull it out in yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah. But it will be tough and stressful for us all. You touched on a big thing, though. We all – look, we talked
1: about, like, oh, I don't know, because it got to nine. And it was like, I don't know. But we, we all kind of – We knew. We knew. all knew. <laughs>
3: We did. We're all like, you know what? I still kind of like them. I mean, we called the exact arc of this game.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they did not come all the way back to win by nine. Well, yeah. you I said double digits.
0: If this game had gone another five minutes, they would have won by nine. Oh, for sure. Yep. I agree with that. We
3: said seven. We said seven. What did they win by? Three? Four?
0: I mean, they won by one possession. Yeah, one shot. So
1: two points. (laughs) So Um, I'm I'm not not right. But I mean,
3: I want to pull on this thread (laughs) a
1: little bit because – People outside of Denver write the narrative about, oh, they maybe they need a closer. Maybe they need a guy that does this or that. Well, first of all, they have they have two. Yep. They have they have Murray who has knocked it I mean, we all know that Murray likes degree of difficulty shots. I mean, it's sort of in his DNA that the tougher the shot, the better he feels with it. In ways both good and bad. Like some of the easy shots he's not getting and not and not knocking down. But the tough ones he likes, and then guys, we've watched Jokic for four years. I mean, this is People outside just look at the body. They look at the goofiness, and they think, "What is it? He's this is what he does. Dominating in in the clutch is what he does.
2: Mm-hmm. Easily, in my opinion, easily the most underrated clutch player in the NBA. Right, I, uh, guys of that top echelon. I if you're not from Denver, I mean, we probably have to fight with those people to even get Jokic's name in the article. Oh, I don't care. There's right? no fighting because sure, did, sure. I mean, but <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. This is the kind of thing that sounds like blasphemy to a casual Knicks fan somewhere. But if you're in Denver and you've been watching the games, it's obvious. So I did I locked on an
1: NBA I host with Anthony Irwin every Friday. You guys should tune in. Very good show. But <laughs> last week, yeah, last week I did my top ten every week I do a power ranking and last week I did my top ten most clutch players in the NBA. I had Jokic fourth. And I the statistics back it up. I mean he has these he's two game winners this year. Yeah. Clutch game right here. Is it I mean, how do you guys feel about that? Four. Top five clutch player, is that going too far? He has
0: more game winners over the last hundred games than anybody in the NBA. He has the resume. Go on to NBA.com slash stats and filter by clutch and just look at the plus minus, look at the field goal percentage. Look, look at, at the,
2: the fil- points. 56-46.
1: forty-six. Fifty-six from the field, forty-six from the three yeah. point
2: line should, should in, we in the clutch. Flesh out our own list here. So who who did you have one on? I had that number list? one as LeBron.
1: And this this is like going through the whole resume. I mean, look, he stepped up It's some classic mm-hmm. playoff Playoffs matter more than anything else. Um, is this the body of work, their entire career that you're t- you're factoring in, or a- recent recency moment? matters? So yeah, it's, it's definitely
3: it's a power. How ringing. is Kawhi not number one? That that I think I had him shot, like number five bands. because
1: it's a little more of a recent thing for him. Uh, but uh, in no larger circumstance, Kawhi Kawhi's cl- Kawhi blogs Kawhi higher than I, had. I think I had him five. Your, I think I had him five. That was like and, the
3: clutch shot in the history of the. NBA. Which one was? Which one was? Uh, game seven against Philadelphia. Where that was
1: not sh- the clutchest shot in the history of the NBA. Yeah, Damian Lurk first of all, has two of those. Oh, Dame was number two. Well, it was. Yeah, I, was gonna say I arrived it. at well, Dame.
3: I guess they were tied. But I, I mean, I don't know the 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 momentum, the the size of that shot. Where I guess Dame. Come Lure, on, he has two.
0: He has two. He has a why. whole thing
3: Dame time. is
1: named okay okay, 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 okay.
0: My my point is here that I would trust Jokic above. I I would take Jokic over anybody to in a last second. You need a bucket type situation. He's so tall. Like, part of it is,
1: like, he has good touch. Yeah. You know,
0: he's going to get off a good look. Remember that one against, like, Dallas last year? The the, the one footer. um, Falling down, kind of like falling to the side. And, and and, like, that is a shot he can still hit. So he can get off anything against any type of defense. And you know, if they send a double, he's going to make the right choice. So, I mean, I, I would take Jokic over anybody. I legitimately don't remember the last, like, clutch shot he took that he did not make. Yeah. You know
1: what I mean? Like really, like, and it's not even but the thing that's nice about him is it's not even just shots. Like the pass he had to Murray and Murray had a Murray, the team's second best player, and the like when you come out of that timeout and you go, Okay, you gotta guard Yoke, we gotta guard Murray, he gets Murray a wide open three pointer and and again, so it's not just the shooting, it's Mm -hmm. he's just in control in those moments, man. And Uh, There's something to it So either way I think he's high on the list And we're we're lucky enough That we're getting to see
0: it Over and over again Harrison Are you going to ask me What my word is To describe this game Okay It's peaking Because I think Nuggets are peaking Right now for this season Ooh that's not good After no. they just
2: blimped, no, 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 bleeding from the wounds. No. across <laughs> from, the finish line from the, the first,
0: what are twenty nine games? This is the the highest oh. level they played at. So it's not the highest they will be. No, no, no. Okay, no, yes, it's, it's a first peak. A, yeah, the first peak of a couple of different peaks, probably. But <laughs> I mean, Yo, Jokic is back. <laughs> we know get that. I'm not sure this word he, means. Well, what you he think did it say means. peak
3: ing and not peak ed. Yeah, so they,
0: good, they haven't right? peaked. This is yeah. th- they're peaking for for where they've been this season. Well, it is a marathon and we're if if we were
1: in the marathon we'd be at like mile mile eight or nine, so all
2: I know is the semantics police have a warrant out for Harrison's arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Look, I thing I like
1: more than asking an arbitrary question, like give me a word and then berating <laughs> the person. It's <laughs> like, the wrong word. <laughs> so you're, the you're, so you're syntax like, context. Let me, like let me elaborate. You, frankly, so we, <laughs> let me no elaborate. Let me
0: elaborate. it was it was a weird second half for sure, but to do this on a back to back they have a seven-game winning streak right now. Uh, they just beat the Lakers, I know, without LeBron. But, you know, to go out on the road and get a back-to-back two wins, that's big. Jokic is playing, obviously, at the best level he's played all season. He looks like he did last year. Jamal Murray has had three out of four just unbelievable offensive games. Yeah, he's games. trending up, yep. The defense, I feel like it's been okay. The more important thing is the offense looks like it's getting closer and closer to being backed. So, I think collectively, like... This recent stretch that Nuggets are on has been the best they've looked all year. I mean, I, I don't even know if we can say that the offense is getting back. I think it's back. Like, yeah, it might be back. That
3: over this eight-game stretch I heard on the way in that the Nuggets are – First in the NBA in offensive. Yeah.
2: Ha- what did they cre- – haven't they crept up to 13th overall? In yeah, yeah in they're, they're, they're yeah. in the
0: top half now. So. What do you
2: people want from this team? What do you want, Harrison?
0: Well, to be a top 10 offense like they should oh, okay. be. Well, that's actually, that's actually pretty reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. actually <laughs> reasonable. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, do you
1: have a word for tonight's game? I don't have
3: a word. I have the word. Ooh. That was wrong. That was, that was wrong. That was wrong. No, it satisfying. was yeah, Satisfying. This was a satisfying victory. Satisfying. Like, I do feel very they satisfied. They should not have won this game. Uh, by all rights. They absolutely coughed it up, even though we called the exact script of this game. They (laughs) still surprised us. We weren't sure at the end. Um, Those two unbelievable, like Jokic hit a three, Murray hit a three. Um, Everybody who who was supposed to step up, stepped up at the exact right moment. Malone puts Grant in in the last minute. We kind of snicker at it a little bit, and then what does he do? He blocks the last attempt from Booker, who... Uh, again, I have no journalistic integrity. Sucks. Um, so. Uh, he wasn't great to He sucks against the Nuggets. Yeah, he does. He, he's always.
0: He's Pretty consistently good, terrible. He I don't good. know. I need to see it. I need, I've never. I've literally never seen it. You have you watched watch any Suns games when they're not playing the Nuggets? Yeah. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can't possibly see it then.
3: <laughs> You're a journalist. You watch these games. I don't watch
1: this. I don't watch the Suns. I'll admit it. <laughs> I'm just going to go with tough. Um the nuggets like again just we have we're starting as observers to have that confidence in them and this was the second night of a back-to-back. It's always tough. It's right before and there's a million different reasons why the Nuggets would not be good tonight. And then when you blow a lead and you fall behind by nine and you ask your starters to go back in there, you know, Gary Harris up to 35 minutes, Will Barton to 34, Jokic only 31, but again, second night of a back-to-back, you ask them to go in and play a little bit extra because usually they come in with about seven, six, seven minutes left, have to come in with nine. Just tough, man. This team. This team is starting to, to get that toughness back, and oh, I yeah. think they were missing a little bit of that earlier in the season. I think that they just look like themselves. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This was a road win they would have had last year, I felt like. They had a lot of these last year. They got every back-to-back. Right. Were they 12-1
3: on back-to-backs last year? yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, this came like more with more difficulty than I think we all would have liked, but this is exactly you know what we want to see.
2: You know what, though? Prior to the Lakers game, I think all four of us had this probably as a penciled loss, right? Yeah. I, I was so, on record calling. You yeah, I think we, last we thought night. they'd lose both of these games on the road trip. So yeah, before it, we knew LeBron was out. From the perspective of have they addressed their holding on to leads thing? Was it like what you like to see? No, but actually they played their their butts off and they grinded through the second half of a back to back. So um, for them to go and get and get both of those wins on the road, it's exactly what you like to see.
1: I think we need to take a Breckenridge Brewery break here. But before we do, Breck do we Breck. have do we have a shout out? Brendan Vote. <laughs> uh,
2: what's up? Oh yeah, sorry. One second. We do have
1: a shout out to give, right?
2: Yeah, um wow. Need you to- We're <laughs> To, to buy me like 20. On the other seconds. side of our break, our shout-out.
0: <laughs> our break break. We're talking about the Hot Peak IPA on today's uh, podcast. I'm not. I'm talking
1: about the Strawberry Sky line. Adam has a Strawberry I Sky. I actually had a
0: Colorado Core earlier. I've got a Colorado Core as Colorado
1: well. Colorado Core, the keto-friendly. Trying to diet got before the nothing. holidays. Votes By drinking got two nothing. beers. By drinking two beers. <laughs> I already yeah.
2: drank a Strawberry <laughs> Sky, so. Votes sure. drink a Strawberry yeah, Sky. No, I, I know that it's
3: less, but it's not zero. Uh, this, less what? Like, it's keto-friendly, but it's still not. No, like, if you're trying to diet before the holiday season, like, two beers is not a great. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's not that Are bad. Beers, you have so, to remember, I am, is like, twice diet, the size of, of a
1: regular person. so That's actually a good yeah. point. That's Thank you. Thank you. I Thank take
3: you. that into, into account in most things. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, he was a little short in that I am, but he is twice the
1: size of a <laughs> normal
0: person. <so. laughs> yeah, well, the Hot Peak IPA from uh, Breck Brewing, one of our favorites, of course, just, you know, everybody loves a nice IPA. It's a classic beer from uh, Breckburg. Make sure to check it out. Um, I don't know. I haven't had a hot peak in a while, though. So. You haven't? <laughs> no. <laughs> you make it sound Strong like you're saying hot, hot pink.
2: Hop, but it's hot peak. Hop, 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 hot peak. Hot pink.
1: I'll be honest. I'm going to have a hard time with that one. Do we have a good like player we can pun it with?
2: Uh, Malik something about Malik Beasley.
3: somebody with hops right It's got to yeah. be Jeremy Grant Jeremy Grant Ooh. yeah Jeremy Grant the there's something hops. there the, the hop
1: peak <laughs> say
3: he he yeah. reached his hop peak we'll, on we'll that
1: would you it. say that one handed dunk he reached his hop stop peak stop it <laughs> no
2: that's perfect no it isn't yeah. Yeah, he was, he perfect. Perfect. The you know hop what peak. He's, uh, you're
3: right oh no he's right
1: that was
2: not, <laughs> yeah. that was not perfect
0: <laughs> no it was
1: perfect <laughs>
0: I should have thrown that into my argument about peaking but you guys probably would have yelled at he's me some more we're also presented by
1: Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits
0: wait which I, I failed to, to mention. As always, time. as we are every show. <laughs> and do you have another one? Yeah, go ahead and grab a Hot Peak IPA because I'm about to talk about Denver Rubber Company. Let's do it! Is <laughs> we, that what
1: you think it is?
0: <laughs> oh, because... It's not what you think it is. It's not it what is. you think it is, it's okay. It's not. It's not. Um, but you guys know how supporting local business is in our blood. All right, deep breaths. Get ready for this one. <laughs> We're super excited to tell you guys about Denver Rubber Company. And it may not be what you think it is. Denver Rubber Company is the most reliable local partner for your long-term projects. Because since 1972, they've been providing the highest quality products. From custom die-cut gaskets to molded rubber to custom contract manufacturing and custom hoses. And with snow here, we've got a lot of snow already this, uh, this winter. You'll need Denver Rubber Company it comes to anything that has to do with snow plows. They can cut the size and pre-slot most snowplow rubber. The blades can be cut to any length and slotted for mounting to meet your exact specifications. We actually went and checked out their warehouse a few weeks back. It was nothing short of amazing. They've got proprietary materials that make up the inside of... Anybody? No? Uh, Wind turbines. Wind turbine blades. (laughs) Wind turbine (laughs) blades. Um, But yeah, I mean, incredible stuff. Uh, We witnessed machines that cut materials that are also used in bulletproof vests. Remember, Denver Rubber Company custom makes it all, and you can purchase products for yourself and, of course, buy bulk at a fantastic rate. They're a family-owned business with loyalty only to the people just like us here at DNVR. Be sure to call them today for any snowplow needs, custom gaskets, hoses, etc. 1-800-259-0010. Or visit them at drcfirst.com backslash DNVR and tell them who sent you. We got some questions here. Now start sending in your questions
1: um, on... The either on the Periscope or just go to DNVR, look at the Periscope tweet, and then just reply to that one. But I got a couple of people who replied to me, um, which is the wrong way to do it. But I'm gonna reward you by answering your questions. Keep sending them in, guys. It's it's Festivus. We're gonna celebrate for the rest of us. It's a Festivus for the rest of us. We're I gonna celebrate. <laughs> and, uh, we want to have some fun tonight before we send everybody off Here's to the holiday. Jewish, you know that <laughs> yeah, that, that has don't been say mentioned. It loud. Um, <laughs> first question here comes from the real age seven. How can Malone incorporate MPJ into the second half? Because he has not done it for what seems like four to five games in a row.
2: It's the same thing as that Lakers game. It's not up to Malone. It's up to the rest of the team. It's got to be a ten, a double digit lead in my. And opinion. it's got
3: to be up to MPJ. Like he's got to He's got to <laughs> yeah. not uh, make Adam audibly laugh when he's uh, making like terrible. <laughs> uh or i mean i mean me i was audibly laughing uh when he was on the defense <laughs> well you end. don't have journalistic integrity yeah that's right, right I, I had to shift the blame there a little bit but he just needs to <laughs> like he's just out there like making mistakes and you just can't have that i mean this is the nba
0: yeah you know a couple weeks ago i, I was probably on the bandwagon of oh you got to play him 15 minutes a night. he's got to be playing in the second half I, I made this point a couple times over the last week but Getting a top two seed is going to be really important this year with the seven and eight seeds looking like they're going to come in at like 40 wins, and Denver needs to pile up as many wins as they can right now. So if he's playing well, play him. If he's not playing well, play Malik Beasley, play somebody else. That's where I'm at right now. I'm going to go
1: even further and say that I think Michael Malone has done a perfect job with Michael Porter Jr. over the seven-game stretch, and and actually a little bit longer than that because – Here's what he's doing. One of the things we complained about earlier was some games he just wouldn't get in at all. He's getting in every game now at the same time and more or less with the same rotation. A little tweaks here and there, but for the most part, it's the same rotation. And so MPJ knows where his minutes are coming from. But he doesn't get that second shift unless, as you mentioned, The Nuggets do him a solid and and give him a nice cushion, so you can afford it. Or he's earned it. Or if if he's earned it, he's gone out there and done something well. And to me, that's perfect. It 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 puts
0: MPJ it puts the onus on MPJ. And I feel like how these games have kind of transpired, you can feel like if MPJ is going to be out there for those second half minutes. And tonight, (laughs) when that third (laughs) quarter got rolling, and you know the Nuggets like forgot how to run their offense against the zone it was pretty clear that he wasn't going to play in the second half, and he probably shouldn't have played in the second half. It was the right call. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they won the game by what? what two. two. Two point points. Two? He yeah. had absolutely
3: no margin of error. Yeah. yeah. Um.
0: It's, it's a delicate thing to handle, but I, I agree with what you said, Adam. I think giving him minutes in that first half, the same stint, putting him in at the same point in the game in the first quarter so he knows when he's going in, and then just kind of going in the second half based on how the game's going is the right approach. Does the bench – this is a dumb question. Does the bench need fixing?
1: And what I mean is not do they need to play better. The answer is yes. But is there, like, something that has to happen? I mean, we've talked about this earlier in the season about, oh, this guy shouldn't be playing that guy, whatever. But
0: I don't – I mean, we've, Malone's kind of tried everything, and the results he, stay the same. He's tried a lot of things. There are some things he hasn't tried, though. Okay. He hasn't tried Grant at the five. And he hasn't tried a lot of minutes with the Murray-Morris backcourt, which they played a lot last year. Um, he has tried a lot of things, though. Tried g- Gary Harris with the second unit. Tried yeah. Will Barton with the second unit. Um, Tonight it was Murray, and it yeah. didn't go well. Yeah, so uh, he's tried a lot. Nothing's really hit.
1: Um, <laughs> But, I mean, so now you're, you're bringing in, like, Grant at the five. While I do think that there is some value to that, I'm also just like, yeah, that's – I mean – there, there's not that many things he hasn't tried. Right, and
0: uh, Granite the Five also seems like something that's not super sustainable for, like, 50 games. You know? Yeah. What do you think,
3: Eric? I don't know. I'm just sitting here trying to think because I think probably at the heart of it, it is just trying to find that right combination of personnel. Um, but like you say, I mean, they, they really have shuffled in a lot of players sort of in and out to see if anyone or any combination would, would sort of c- c- connect and click. And... They do. They don't. Um, I mean, the bench is really just making it difficult, and, and it, it's just one of these things. It's like you need to just decide what the rotation is and then ride them so that they can kind of has together. though. To be honest, like Lately, I feel like the, the, it's the, come into, Yeah, yeah it's kind it's of it's been more consistent. That's why
1: I said I think Malone over this win streak, including and especially with the Michael Porter Jr. thing, because I think that was hanging over the entire team. Yeah. And getting him out there in the just consistently, you're always going in here. To me, it, it solved that problem. Even though Michael Porter Jr. is still a bit of an anchor, at least. I shouldn't say that because tonight, I'll be honest, tonight it wasn't on him. I mean, he did have some of those plays that I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh, but they didn't cost Denver. Mm-mm. No, it was on the collective bench. No, yeah. Well, even Michael Porter Jr. is a plus one. He played the six. So he played a six minute stretch and they outscored. The Nuggets outscored him by one. That wasn't the stretch where they coughed up the lead. It was actually when he came out. Yeah. And you put Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley tonight a minus 24. And again, it's not Malik Beasley's fault. But I'm just saying, when he was on the court, that's when the run happened. Not, mm-hmm. not Michael Porter Jr. Although
3: Malik
0: Beasley had kind of a rough game. Like, yeah, he, he did. He was yeah. like really pressing. Yeah. yeah, he had three great games in a row. And, Tr- and trade values back one. down. Yeah, I know, right?
2: <laughs> I mean, the only thing I can think of is is more Jokic with bench time because that's the only way you get. I mean, that's the best way to get anyone better on this team. But, yeah. but, he- but, yeah. like, you know, heck, if I know what, like how you're tinkering at the rotation at this point. Do
1: we have a question you want to go to? Um We can go to Festivus first.
2: Well, someone pointed out uh C Tomo twenty four pointed out they said on the broadcast that Vlaco Chanchar said something to Oh I like before Jokic's big run in the fourth. Now there depending on who you ask, there is some momentum behind this notion of Vlaco as Wancho two point as a guy who Jokic really relates to, as a guy who's capable of communicating with him and and, and so I don't know, I wonder if there's something to that and maybe there's going to be a lot of value in having Vlaco around regardless of what he does on the court.
1: Let me just – I just want to lead in with this. Jokic in the fourth quarter tonight, I i, I thought was as aggressive as I have seen him. Like, he – and Marlowe said something about he's given the fle- – like, he said something to him and then gave him the flex, and Jokic – like, Jokic looked like he wanted to go out there and destroy. And, like, Jokic is so even-keeled
0: that he rarely looks that way. Mm-hmm. So maybe there was a little, like – well, I'll, I'll say this: Vlako Chancho is the only guy on the Nuggets' bench that can, well, only rostered player that can speak Serbian. Yeah. Other than Nikola. Jokic. And Jokic
2: said going. Vlaco can't speak Serbian.
1: Slovenian and Serbian, uh, not completely the same, but I, but Vlaco does speak a, a, yeah. a lot of Serbian. Like, yeah, and, a lot and of I think Serbian going back to training slaying.
2: camp, Jokic said it's gone a long way for him to have Vlaco around. Just it's. I mean, think about it. You would, I would, if I was playing in China and there was another English player on the team, (laughs) I mean, that (laughs) guy would be my best friend. Vladko
1: also, he seems like a really... I don't want to project too much on him because we've had very limited interaction, but he seems like a pretty thoughtful and perceptive guy. Like, I I think he kind of sees what's going on, so... And, And look... There, maybe there is something, too. Vanderbilt's been called up, sent back. Bulbul's called up, sent back. P.J. Dozier called up, sent back. Yeah. Chanchar's been here for, like, that, basically this whole run, right?
0: Yeah, this streak. Yeah, Maybe yeah. a little bit. Hey,
1: mm-hmm. it's certainly not Michael Malone because... is absolutely, uh, he's absolutely superstitious, so there could be a thing of, like, we're on a heater, man. <laughs> it's not because
2: of what he's doing on the court. Yeah. <laughs> well, so.
1: I mean, he is averaging a triple-double per 36. That is <laughs> That is a good point. <laughs> over the over the season. Um, right? I have
2: yeah. two Mason Plumley questions. What's wow. The first one comes to us from Cade Sinti- Walker. How expendable is Mason Plumley at this point?
1: Eric has a spicy take. That's well, what I the, don't know. That was a, Eric. That put was put
2: cool the
0: uh, put the disclaimer in front of this yeah, one. But, <laughs> I think that anytime I talk, just don't listen. That's basically the disclaimer.
3: <laughs> uh, well, it's difficult because, like, you know, if he's expendable in that his play has not been that reliable. But we don't really have a, another option at five except for putting Grant in a position where he, you know. Like you say, it's not even that natural for him. He could probably do it for small stretches. So I don't think he's expendable at all, unless you get another backup center in here.
1: Is that is that true? Who was the backup You're center just... tonight? Who was it? Frank Kaminsky. Oh, is he going to just dominate Jeremy Grant physically? I mean, they're both tall and skinny.
3: Well, I mean, if you want to talk about who the Nuggets need to actually look at, it's the Lakers, and they have nothing but length at the five. I also think of those like all
0: those minutes where Mason Plumlee guarding. Because Anthony Davis doesn't want to play the five. I was thinking of all those minutes where
2: where Plumley was going head to head with Joel Embiid in Philly too, and that obviously didn't work out for Plumley. But like there are there are opponents where there's going to be large stretches where Grant has to guard legit centers, and I don't know if we can. I I just don't know if it's coming
1: down to like can Plumley stop a superstar. I'm just not very well. No, confident of course not. That. But
2: I'm just saying like it's 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 less about what Plumlee can do there more just about like that would be throwing Grant to the Sharks. I feel like I
1: do think that some of the rotational stuff and some of why the bench is a bit clunky is because that Grant Plumlee combo is just a little bit unnatural. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a little bit antiquated and not a lot. I mean, especially if Jeremy Grant's knocking down threes at the radius, but it's still a little bit, not like the best fit. And so one way to fix that is you're not getting rid of Jeremy Grant. You paid a first rounder for him. And he's really good. You're he's not, young. Yeah. I, think he's gonna, yeah. I think he's going to, I think he's going to grow more valuable to the nuggets over time um to answer that question I think plumley is a bit expendable but probably not until right at the trade deadline because there is as you're mentioning an enormous risk and if that risk is seven weeks it's not that big of a deal if that risk is three months four months it becomes a bigger deal mm-hmm. so uh, who would you replace him with I wouldn't that's the point is well just he, in
3: general if he if he is expendable as a concept like
1: who, oh oh I see no it, it's it's something like you pay you, you sure. thin out the front court and you pick something up elsewhere. And I don't think Plumley, same with Beasley, same with Wancho. I don't think there's any like what would this guy fetch as a guy to replace? It would be more like could you get a value for Wancho, Beasley and Plumley? Sure. And now you need to replace those guys with an actual player, not not an asset or a well, player. I'm saying
3: whatever. though, should you if you feel that Plumley is expendable, it means that you need to have another player whoever it takes to get that player in place. Like who is that player?
1: I, yeah, I don't know. I really don't. I mean, uh, there's not a player I have in my mind that I'm like, oh, that's a guy that really makes a big difference on the Denver Nuggets. I do think a guy like as Spen- a
0: Plumley replacement. Well, no, like no, 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 just Deadman or something, or Tristan Thompson. Oh, you're talking about straight as a center. I thought yeah,
1: you just yeah. meant because I was thinking like a Spencer Dinwiddie. I keep thinking about any player that can get into the teeth of the defense. One of the things that happened tonight, that zone, you know, kind of blocked off the paint, and nobody could get. It was just jumper after jumper after jumper. I, and one way you beat and get into the pay is through ball movement and pick and roll and all this. Other. The other way is to have a guy that's so so fast that it collapses the defense. Yep. Denver has none of those guys. I mean, Will Barton is the closest thing they have to that. And
0: he didn't have Tonight. his usual – he was for tired. This was
1: a rare sort of not-great Will Barton game, at least rare for the season. He did have 13-6-5 with two steals. <laughs> he was a plus 14. but it's a great game. And he was 6 of 11. So <laughs> yeah. on, the, on paper, <laughs> it was a great one. But he, there was a couple times where we expected him to go a little faster and he looked slow or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Uh, time for another read? No, I think we have another question.
2: Another question? Uh, what did you guys think of the uh, defensive sub for Plumlee? The possession prior to jeremy grant love this who sent this question was it adam badez yeah it was adam <laughs> Adam underscore, Mades? underscore 69 <laughs> underscore i want adam's car uh. underscore. well scott hastings talked about on the broadcast how you
0: know th- there was that screen and then Plumley hung back yeah. and you know really there's no reason to because you're not worried about aaron baines you're much more worried about devin booker coming around for a three
1: you're a little worried about Aaron Baines. I mean, so Denver's up three. I mean, compared to Devin Booker. <laughs> Not nah, compared to Devin Booker, though. That, that that's that's the calculus. Yeah. And um I've said this a lot. I don't like substituting Jokic out in those late games, and for a couple of reasons. One, Plumlee's a really smart guy. He does a lot of good things. He's really positive, and this is gonna sound like a real strong gripe about him as a whole. But I don't think he's the best like quick thinker defensively. Especially in those moments, and we said it—you guys remember this—when that happened and they subbed him in, I was like, "Oh, I don't like Plumlee in here because he has these little mental errors." And then, of course, he did. So, I kind of like look. Jokic does sacrifice something, namely
0: like spread pick and roll. But you knew they were going to go for three in that moment. So, yeah. Well, why wouldn't you just bring in like a a, maybe even a Torrey Craig instead, or or like just a wing? Yeah. Do you need to have a seven footer in there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. I I don't know that you do, but. But,
1: yes, him not rotating over to Devin Booker on that one was very, very frustrating. And the truth is, had he rotated over, Aaron Baines would have got a mostly open shot. Mm-hmm. But, again, Booker open shot, right. Baines open shot. I I'll mean, take Baines.
0: Yeah, Booker contested shot versus Baines shot with nobody within six feet. You're still, you'd are rather Aaron Baines shoot that.
1: Didn't bother you as much, did it?
3: Nothing bothers me. <laughs> cool customer. Do we have some another quick one there, Vote?
0: No. Okay. Piper Electric has been serving the Denver metro area since 1983 through a commitment to customer service and team performance. Piper Electric is the hometown electrical contractor that you can trust. If you call 303-646-6765, they will give you the DMVR hookup and save you 20% off your next service call. No job is too big or too small for Piper Electric. They work with the top professionalism and integrity in the biz, whether it's residential, commercial, or industrial work. Don't forget, you got to call 303 646 6765 to receive 20% off your next service call.
1: All right, guys, it is Festivus, and there are some traditions in Festivus that I think uh, true. it not- would be.
3: To not observe these uh, these
1: traditions. Absolutely blasphemous. Absolutely blasphemous. (laughs) By the definition of the word. By by the definition. um, (laughs) The first thing, the feats of strength. Let's shoehorn this into a discussion point about the Denver
3: Nuggets. I mean, I think pretty obviously uh, that is Vlatko Chanchar. Ooh, he he is thick. I know, but he's giving Nikola Jokic a Serbian pep talk Mm, and then finishing it with the the, Mm. the, the strong muscle. Can we imagine what was said? Let's go. Do you think that was all? That's all. We ex, we imagined it was something <laughs>
1: <It's> like
3: <not laughs> <stop> you. <Yeah. laughs> Seriously,
0: you
1: are
3: so strong.
1: Yeah. <laughs> strong like oak. Wow. I don't know, but, man. I I do want I want to ask Vladko about his little t- conversations with you cuz I don't know. I'm a bi- I'm a believer in Vladko, man. I just am. What's not to believe? As a player or as a chemistry guy? As a chemistry guy, <laughs> of course. And the truth is, I, as a player, I don't know almost anything about him. I, I think mean, the top
3: 15th guy is uh, <clears throat> bench dancing Malik Beasley.
1: Man, strong disagree. I missed that, that. That is fun. I missed
3: that, but Malik Beasley.
1: You know who was, the ulti- who was like one of the goats of this was Roni Turioff? Do you remember him? Sure. But- yeah, Roni Turioff is like an emotional, like, just the best towel waiver
0: of all. I mean time. Wancho's great. If you ever watch Wancho, he is like Wancho's a, great too. Oh, a Wancho. personalized three point celebration for I think everybody on the roster. One, yeah, <laughs> Wancho's
1: actually way up there. Wancho and Vlack together though. Movie B N.
0: Maybe <laughs> Muy, muy <Yeah>. bien. <laughs> Very very
1: good. Alright, so feats of Strength, Vlaco Chanchar. Sure. Um we we have uh air, airing of grievances. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, Eric, go ahead. I'll allow you the floor first.
3: What are my grievances? About the Denver Nuggets or about the three of you? I would prefer the Denver Nuggets, okay. but you could also... It is Festivus. It is Festivus. Uh, well, I'm have a. I'm upset the way that uh, Brennan just rookied his beer over there. He, he almost was... spit it out of oh, okay. his nose, which would have been great. <laughs> I mean, I certainly have a grievance with that. I'm not going to air it, but I think everyone saw it, so... Okay. Um, at the... Um, as far as the Denver Nuggets are concerned, I mean, I feel like the grievance that we all have is, as Ben uh, Nikola Jokic's willingness to step up and be the guy, but old that, news, I know. But I'm saying like, we've officially gotten past it. Like we've aired this grievance oh. and we've moved, like we've healed. He's healed. He's come back. He's risen. And He's re- <laughs> he he wow. has risen. Okay, and, that might be uh, the title of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. well, but so, yeah, I mean that's that's where that's where we're at. Like, we've moved past our grievances. I don't really have any. Do you have grievances for the Nuggets currently? I do. Let's
1: let's. I am an aggrieved. Why person. would you
3: even start with me? We well, I,
1: yeah, I didn't realize how happy <laughs> you were. No, I still did the Nuggets bench. I mean, this Nuggets team is a dominant
0: like they're just like a bench not being a complete sieve away from them being dominant if I mean, the bench had a net rating of 0.0, 0. oh yeah they'd be killing people <laughs> i mean this team would be number one in the west right now and, and
1: i do feel like the bench something can happen i i don't
0: think this is going to be the all-year no. bench i do yeah, think there's going to be I agree. some turning point for it but um i'll shoehorn this into uh a, a quick chat about jamal murray because a lot of people had some grievances about jamal murray murray earlier this season sure. after he signed a max contract but uh jamal murray in three of his last four games he had the bad game against the lakers but you know did some other things outside of scoring 33 points on 11 and 19 shooting against the magic 28 oh yeah on 9 and 19 against minnesota had that bad game against the lakers 28 tonight 12 and 19 from the field 4 of 8 from 3 he's shooting threes he is shooting threes. You must be happy about that. I am. Um,
1: still, there's still some I would like him. He's to He's still say. shooting. He at had one tonight. That was an all. That was like an all timer
0: What do you want? Adam? Perfection. What do you want? Nothing less. <laughs> he had one of the most like ridiculous pivot reverse pivot fadeaway long twos that I've seen him hit. Always all career. Oh tonight. yeah. Oh, and he that like, was he, he's ridiculous like hitting
3: shots. Like they're going through yeah. so pure at this point. I mean, I tried my hardest i don't have the reach that you guys do but i really wanted to get the hashtag blue arrow rising uh trending after the last like couple games because he's like really taking the next step it feels like he's like really ascending to that level that we hoped he would that max level where you can like really reliably say like this is our second option outside of Jokic, and he could be the first option sometimes do you, know why, a, do you know what a reach why? problem or was
2: that just not a very
3: good hashtag? yeah i was gonna say do you know why that didn't take <laughs> off yeah or- Blue arrow rising. Yeah, yeah. Well, I shouldn't have led with that. I mean, I, was, I should have led with the uh, the premise, and then you could have agreed with that. And okay. Yeah. Let the hashtag go. The hashtag itself a little weak. I agree.
1: You should you should workshop those with us in the group chat. Yeah, we'll, I don't uh, work we'll help out. you. I've got my own personality. <laughs> That's true. Uh, do you have an area of grievances that you would like uh, to get off?
2: Uh, no. Just oh, I'm sick of all you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so sick of each and every one of you.
1: This brings us to the final phase of Festivus, which is the Festivus miracle. And, is there a festival, festivus miracle that you have observed any time recently?
2: Nikola Jokic's three-point shot is back. It's a miracle. Ooh. The heavens have opened. The he- last, uh, the last facet of Jokic's game that we've been waiting to fall back into place—it's there. Sky's the limit, baby.
3: I feel like, um bowl
2: is a miracle. <laughs>
3: yeah, he is a miracle. I think he's been given to us from a place that <laughs> none of us could really understand or really know anything about, and. To look too deeply into the game of Bull, Bull and to the personality of Bull, Bull is just doing it wrong. Mm. Like he's a miracle that's been bestowed to, unto us, and we should appreciate it and uh, prepare for you know success.
1: What's funny about that is I kind of feel oh, this is a surprise, surprise. I kind of feel like that for Jokic. What I mean is, Jokic is one of those guys that sometimes the more you analyze him, the less you know, and it's like just. Just enjoy. Oh, he's so good <laughs> Enjoy right. the Scooby yeah. thing. But Bull Bull, maybe also that way, which is why the Bull Bull Jokic front court can just oh, be baby. Bull Bull Yoke <laughs> Yoke. Let's do
0: it. Yeah. I was probably going to go along the uh, Vlatko line, line of thinking for this one. Um, he's the prophet. He's merely the prophet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Uh, along the lines of what Eric said about appreciating uh, a like John bulble, the Baptist here, I think people got to appreciate Michael Malone a little bit more than they have this season. Ooh. People have been tough on Michael Malone this year. Is there I- people in particular you'd like to mention? No. In the airing of grievances one segment ago? <laughs> yeah, exactly. His, his Festivus Miracle is actually an airing of grievances. Yeah. Are People of uh, us
2: in this room right now? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. People have beat Mike Malone up over how he's managed the bench, how he's managed Michael Porter. you trying to get an exclusive with Malone here? Is this what's you're going right,
3: on? I, I, I mean, listen.
1: And
0: I think he's oh. actually had a pretty good year, so that's what yeah. I'll
3: say about that. Listen, Michael Malone is entering the stage of what all great coaches go through where it's not – you get past the X's and O's, and it becomes just about managing the personalities. Like, that's Phil Jackson's claim to fame. It's just, you know, whether or not he he put the best um, players in the right position to make the right play. Like, he just allowed the best players to make the right plays, and he worried about, you know, dealing with the L.A. media, and he would call out players in press conferences to just sort of stoke. I'm glad Malone does not do that. (laughs) No, I know, but I'm saying, like, (laughs) <laughs> He's getting to this place now where we are wanting to analyze all of his on-court decisions. When really, like, his genius is all behind the scenes.
1: That that part
0: is definitely true. Well, it's because like, the Nuggets were eighteen and eight, and everybody's like, "What the heck's going on here?" Right. We have to blame someone. But we're going to blame the coach.
1: No, but I no I, I do agree with you about about that last part. But the thing I'll say is that I think there's a little bit of recency here. I think Malone's been really great over this seven-game win streak, and I would even say after the game in Philadelphia where they lost the fourth out of five games or something like that, I thought he was incredibly measured he talked about the progress which i we talked about this too the funny thing is a lot of people are going to look at the seven game win streak and say okay this is when it turned around the weird thing is it kind of turned around in the four and five losses like all of those losses were pretty they looked good they were like
2: showing signs uh, that of that Philly loss i walked out of that building thinking okay it's actually trending up but i
1: think there's something to this one of the things about malone especially early in this year was that he just ran so hot i mean he was so short fused with everyone and i think after that philly game I don't know what it was, but there was a giant exhale from him, and it just felt like there was. There's been a calmness to him lately, and, and well,
0: the calmness has actually also coincided with Nikola Jokic looking like himself well, yeah. last year. And I cannot blame Malone for being uptight earlier this year <laughs> when, you know, who knows what the heck was going on with Jokic? But I can only imagine
2: what was going through Malone's head when when Jokic and was going through that stretch. And every day we we ask him for a quote on Jokic, and his job is definitely not to throw Jokic under the bus. And the real answer is Jokic needs to step up, but he can't just simply say that over and over again. And so I, I'm with you, Harrison. That was yeah. probably a maddening period.
0: I, w- I will rain on the seven-game <gasps> win streak parade slightly. Um, yeah, it's a little bit um, of a cupcake Because walk. they have looked great. The schedule has also been, like, the easiest stretch of the season.
1: So? Seven-game win streak. Like yeah. I, No, back, it's back great. Wins at L.A. and it's at Phoenix, No um, man, I,
0: I, do, I, re- I push back on this. Anytime you well, have their first four games are Portland, Oklahoma City, New York, Orlando, Minnesota at that, home.
1: That doesn't matter. So of those two, I think there's only two really weak ones. I mean, like Portland and Oklahoma City, Minnesota are, without towns. Yeah, that, that's one of the
0: easy. Orlando, ones.
1: Orlando's not not a cupcake. Like Orlando,
0: Orlando's, oh, so Orlando's below 500 in the East. Man, you got to beat Orlando at home. You perhaps. do have to beat them. But what I'm saying is, you still have to show
1: up for these games. And look, they lost to Atlanta. You know, they, they've dropped games like this early in the year. The fact that they have seven games now. Yeah. And and also, there's been circumstances in in these games. You know, it's not like things happen and then you have to overcome them. So to me, yes, it was an e-
3: it was an easy or a light part of
1: the schedule, but they won every single one of them.
3: It's true. I mean, you can't take any single victory in the NBA lightly. 100. Right, no, yeah, totally, totally. But I, but I, I'm with you. I mean, like this is what the Lakers were benefiting from early in the season, where they were just mowing right. down mm-hmm. a bunch of teams. But it turns out that they were all sub 500. They were subpar teams. So is that
2: impressive uh, you know I yeah but the first this the team from the first four weeks of this season does not win those six 100 exactly right. and, and totally. exactly that's, that's sort of the that's the, way the to point Yep. Yeah. anything else
1: do we have any questions coming in
2: uh no
1: periscope let us down today
2: well <laughs> we kind of let folks down i think with our periscope stream so it was it's been, it's been well, we need to
3: out. give a shout out to our man mitchy Oh my goodness gracious! Do you have it ready? No, Ma- I don't have man it Wow! Buy me,
2: buy me ten seconds. You can even count it down. 10,
3: um, nine. <laughs>
2: he's on the clock. Eight, seven. <laughs> I just stopped. You can count yourself. Yeah, do you guys
3: celebrate at your house? Do you, well,
0: no, I guess not? You.
1: <laughs> it's Christmas Eve and Christmas. Like Christmas Eve to me used to be the big
0: one. <laughs> not you. Just don't talk for the next five minutes. It <laughs> was like oddly dismissive.
3: Uh, but I mean, he's not wrong. But it was oddly dismissive. <laughs>
1: Christmas Eve to me right, used to it. always be the big one, and then Christmas Day was like for basketball.
2: Mitchy fifty two eighty, who's definitely not still with us. <laughs> uh, we're gonna Hell shout out your pop daughter, pop. who's definitely not still with us. Uh, Maybe she is. Your daughter is his daughter is six weeks old. She was watching her first Denver Nuggets six game. Six weeks old. Wow, what a great first game to watch. Her name is uh, Saya, and he's gonna show her this in five years when she's dunking, which I'm <laughs> sure. <Woo. laughs> I hear from scouts in that area. She's already on that path. <laughs> really? Wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, really strong vertical for a six week. She's old. going up against eight week olds. Shout out! Uh, shout out Saya! Shout out Mitchy! Grow them young, right? Nuggets! Nuggets nation! Steep them in
0: the
3: Nug life.
2: Uh, yeah, our man Mitchy. love our man. How much are you
0: guys looking forward to the Christmas Day game, Pelicans?
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, when the season started, it was probably an eight out of ten when i yeah. when the news broke that they would have a game now it's probably a three a three or a yeah, four yeah i
3: mean this feels like uh sweet validation that you actually get the game on christmas but
2: like the, the, the game itself is so <laughs> deeply <laughs> uninteresting you know i mean it's, Who cares uh, but but now they're on this win streak so yeah. there's there's the chance of yes. hype like if they come in and they have that revenge game they blow them out of the water it'll be lit in that building but if no one'll be watching around so the country. let's if you
1: could have one thing in the game aside from a win what would it be
2: michael porter junior 20 yeah. points mm. yeah Yeah, it'd be something to do with Porter.
1: Michael Porter Jr. arriving on Christmas Day just allows for so many great memes.
2: Especially when he has risen. (laughs) (laughs) He has risen as. Easter thing. That's Easter. That is Easter. But
1: uh, <laughs> It would be more like a savior is born. I'm gonna a savior, myself out. A Savior I'm is born out right? after that one. What <laughs> did you never That go was to church. too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much everybody who tuned in. We hope to do a lot of these. As we mentioned the other day, we hope to do a lot of these over the month of January. We have fun, but although we need questions, we need people, we want to interact. Um, But thanks to everybody that did tune in. You're going to find this up on iTunes in the morning if you want to check it out or share it with your friends and family. I have one challenge for all of our listeners over the holiday break. You're with friends. You're with family. You're a little don't-know-what-to-say sometimes. Maybe it's the cousin. you you Steal their phone. Log into their iTunes. Leave a five-star rating and review. Every person listening to this, if they leave ten five-star ratings and reviews, we will get 60,000 five-star ratings and
3: reviews. (laughs) Um, That benefits the person who stole the phone how i guess just because they get the because they love us they you can only review on your own hey we and rise fellas, together man fellas
2: if you're last second gift shopping for your girl i'll tell you what she wants she wants a lifetime subscription to dnvr Ooh, so don't hesitate just unbelievable. that's what i just got mine she doesn't know yet i'm sure she's pumped so <laughs> good night everybody
0: All right. Before we get out of here, guys, you may or may not know that taking care of your teeth is pretty important. So our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group are giving away a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. That's right. You simply have to take care of your teeth for Green Mountain Dental Group to hand over a free Sonicare. Check them out today online or call 303-988-0711 to schedule your appointment today.